welcome, welcome to the Cultivate and Keep Ooh. podcast. What's up, Corey? Hey, what's up, man? You like that one? Yeah, that, w- that was like Not startling, bad. but also kind of soothing at the A end. little subtle. Yeah. Yeah. I think Just I have a pretty, I have a pretty soothing voice, I would say. I think so. Yeah. Especially through these headphones. Mm-hmm. Pretty crispy. Major crispiness, dude. Yeah. It's good. I like it. But you're good? I am good. I'm hanging in there, dude. Hanging, hanging in, in there. there. Yeah. I feel like uh, I was thinking about on the way here, we're both in a really busy season right now. Um, I've been trying to be more, I think I mentioned this before too, it's probably, so forgive me for repeating myself, but uh, trying to be more aware of seasons and kind of like things that we're going through and this isn't just how it is, it's probably just this season, so like just get through it and then look for the the next season, how to transition. Mm -hmm. And this season just feels like go, 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 set up, build, start, you know, and then, um, and so my life has been very full lately. Yeah, I feel similar. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell by the tone of our voice and our long, We're deep like, sighs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel similar. <clears throat> I think for me, I keep thinking like, oh, this is going to end at some point. Um, and I've been feeling like, oh, maybe this is just how it is. Um, but I guess you're saying the opposite. So I got to believe it's hmm. a season. Because like for us and for me... Uh, I feel like life has been super, super busy since uh, like last, <clears throat> like last August when we took over uh, the business. And I feel like I've had, ha- I've had like project after project, and I kind of feel like, oh, I'll get through this, and then like it'll be like sm- more smooth sailing, you know, a little more yeah. like a little more hands off, a little more whatever. And it's like every day I find that I find like a new possible project I, I can go start, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It's mm. been pretty much the same for me. Well, here's here's the thing I've been thinking about though is that, um, like that's the part of thinking in seasons is that you have to think about like when is this season going to end, and then how do I sort of like usher that in? How do I how do I get there? Um, I think uh, well, unlike the literal like nature seasons that we have of winter, summer, spring, fall, etc., in life. Um, sure. I mean, sure. There are probably some parts that are like that. They're just kind of like ebb and flow. You don't have a lot of control over it, but also sometimes you have to take the reins. Like, you know, in this season that we're in, we're really busy. There's a lot of starting, there's a lot of newness. Um, but if you keep letting that happen, then it's, then you're going to go into a season of burnout, you know, Mm -hmm. and like overwhelm and stress and of like things and processes kind of crumbling. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe it's the, then the next season, right? Well, my point is, like, you you don't want to go from like a, a season of of starting and busyness to a season of like burnout and stress and tiredness. You want to go from the season of busyness to the season of let me relax and let off the gas pedal, knowing that this thing is going to keep going mm-hmm. without me, so that I can I don't just have like a hard crash, you know? That yeah. Can refill. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know about you, but for me, I feel like I need, because um, like recently I've been working like I feel like pretty much every day. Like maybe I'll take like I, I'm really trying hard to take like a dedicated like uh, Sabbath day. Yeah. Um, but what I've been finding is like working like a solid six days a week, and then like that seventh day, like work. It's not so much work recently. It's been more of like the other things that have to get done, like you know errands or chores and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like my Sabbath has been filled with like a full, you know, busy errand day, 
and um i've i've been really trying and like i know for me when i get like a solid day or two off like just to unplug and like whatever that's kind of all i need honestly every like few weeks getting yeah. like a day or two off of like just to myself a little bit and like recouping it and i'm and i'm good recently i haven't been doing that and so mm. I have felt a bit like, what's the point of all this? Like, what's I am feeling a bit burnt out. I do feel a bit like over, overstretched and like stressed out and like kind of for what? Like, yeah, I could do less. I could take on less and still like have what I need, and I could be taken care of and needs met. And so, I don't know. I think I think it's a season, and just uh, once we get through the rebrand, <laughs> it's gonna all be better. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. We'll see. Well, that's another part of the season. I also think, though, you know, like, what are the ways that you can take that burden off of yourself? This is something I've been trying to get better at. It's like, I am terrible. I think that I I could be really good at de- delegating. I just don't want to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, Why? well, because I, like, want to do it myself or, like, I think that I can or it's more profitable that way. I don't know. Um, like, I don't have time to delegate maybe, which is sort of an ironic statement. But, um, you know, I think you have to also force yourself to okay, what can I do? Like, I mean, even little things like, um, you know, Monique and I are considering right now getting uh, an annual membership to, um, oh, dang it. What's that service called now? I just blanked on it. It's the one where it sends you, uh, it's not Postmates, but it's like the equivalent for groceries and like shopping. Oh yeah, we tried that out for a little while. Um, Dang it, what's it called? There's a few of them, I think, right? Yeah, um, Instacart. That's what it is, Instacart. So instead of, spending i don't know three hours a week shopping and going to get groceries driving there unloading uh you know doing that kind of stuff like what if we just had someone do that for us and then we have it all kind of prepped ahead of time also maybe make better shopping decisions too because we're not we're like, not going through the frozen aisle picking up ice cream and uh and chicken nuggets <laughs> broke chicken nuggies <laughs> um even other things like you know I don't know, blue apron. These are all like very food specific examples, but like what if for paying a dollar or two more a meal, all you have to do is pop it in the oven and you have a really fresh, healthy meal. Mm -hmm. And now you have time to do the other things around the business. Well, I wanted to talk about, um, I forget how this came up because I wrote this idea down a while back now. Um, But I think I was sort of thinking like, um, like how do you get to know someone? uh, And well, Actually, I know what it was. Here's what it was. Was I've been kind of revamping my finances and like our spending habits and budgeting and also just taking a look at like what are the things that I really spend time on um, and like who my friends, I don't know, basically like taking kind of like a, doing a little like self-evaluation a little bit. And I was thinking like, oh, what would it be like to actually like dive into someone else's life? And like how much do you really know about someone besides what they show you, what they tell about or tell you about themselves. But what if you could see kind of like the unfiltered raw version of who they are and what they do? And like, how would you go about doing that? Um, and so I was thinking like, if, if I could only see, like basically, could I, could I know someone or, or know more about them now without talking to them at all? Like just by looking at things in their life. And so I kind of figured like, okay, what would those things be? And the three that I came up with were your wallet, your calendar, and your friends or who you spend time with um, are kind of like, these are the three things that really reveal who someone is and, um, and basically like what's important to them 
in their lives. Um, so I just kind of want to talk about like, what does that look like? What does it mean? How do you apply that to yourself, but also to others? Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on, on that topic? Um, I think if you would have known me or when you knew me in my bachelor days, <laughs> look at my wallet. Yeah. You know, I like two things, Mexican food and Mickey D's, baby. Mickey D's. <laughs> Chicken nugs, bro. Chicken nugs, man. Yeah, no. No, I th- yeah, I think um, on a serious note. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think that's interesting. Uh, I feel like I've heard this before because the three are yeah the wallet, calendar, friends, yeah. or at least at least the wallet. Like I know I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was gonna ask you where you where you got it from, but it sounds like you. Well, I know that I've heard something it. similar. I think like uh, maybe even all of these like separately, but uh, when I was really thinking about, it, I think that these three are like the most revealing parts about someone's life, and I think maybe even like. The more interesting part about this isn't to look at someone else, but is to actually look at yourself um, or the people that you're close to, maybe like your spouse or um, your sibling or your parents even. Um, so why don't we just start with the wallet? Because that's the most interesting and maybe the the most revealing one. But um, the wallet, I picked that one because, I mean, pretty literally, if you could look inside of someone's bank account and you could see, like I said, all the transactions, um, what would, what would they find? Right. If someone else, cause we don't really think about it, like, that's a very like private part of your life. Mm-hmm. No one knows your bank account number. They probably don't even know where you bank. Where do you bank? Is it Wells Fargo or Chase or something? Wells Fargo. Yeah. Man. You look like a Wells Fargo guy. <laughs> are you Chase? No. Heck no. What are you? Well, actually I just changed a simple, simple bank actually. What? Yeah. It's a completely online bank. You would do something like that. 2% AP, APR? Really? No, AP, APY. I forget. There's a, like the credit card one and then there's like the interest one. But yeah, the 2% uh, savings rate for a checking account. They don't have a savings account, but basically their checking acts like uh, a savings. So. Okay, well, after this <coughs> episode, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we we'll ought to do like a like a really deep finances one too, so one of these times. Um, um, well, I was thinking, uh, have you ever had to like send your bank statements to like. Um, they can't approve for maybe your apartment or I don't know, like something like a big purchase. Like, mm. no, I haven't. So I've had to, maybe it's because of our business it might be, different, Probably. but oftentimes, oh, gosh, hold on a second. Max got my shoe. <laughs> okay. Well, Jeremy is getting his shoe. Um, I'll just kind of continue on that thought of just that, uh, I was thinking about what if, if someone else were to look like, let's just say that you looked at my bank account. I'm back. Like what would be surprising for you? Right. But anyways, continue on your thought. Um, well, all I was going to say was like when we've, when I've had to like send over our uh, financial statements to you know, like a lender or whatever it is, or someone uh, it's, it's been weird because like a, like it's, it's typically like the business statement. So it's nothing like super private on there, but just the thought of like someone seeing like all the money that, that we've made and w- the money we're putting out and like where the money goes, like yeah. it was kind of weird to me, like that someone else could see that. Um, so yeah, I feel like if people could, could see like, like if I, if I could see your personal finances, like, that would definitely be like awakening, like an eye opening, like, oh, Corey's a loser, Corey's really bad, and no, <laughs> something like that. The other, th- okay, so the other thing was we got uh, our Capital One Venture credit card uh, a few months ago. We, we've been using it, and one of the things I wanted to do was I wanted to keep like a really close eye on what are the things that we're spending money on and when, uh, and you can set up, uh, and this isn't just for Capital One, I bet you a bunch of different cards and banks could do this, but um, I have. 
uh, a notification that comes up on my Apple Watch every time we use the credit card. Mm -hmm. And we use the credit card for literally everything except for rent and uh, life insurance payment. And so we see literally everything that goes on every single month. And I get these notifications pretty much every day of, um, you know, subscription to uh, Spotify, you know, nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. and then I see when Monique spends something of uh, fifteen dollars at you know coffee shop, and then I see like the big ones like, um, you know, I don't know, one hundred and thirty dollars to the gym or two hundred dollars to our phone mm-hmm. bill, and just even having that, and it it makes you feel uncomfortable about yourself even a little bit because it's one of those things where you can just very easily like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna look at this as long as there's money in the bank we're okay. I'm just going to kind of smooth yeah. by, or it's going to kind of, you know, set sail and just keep going as long as things are okay. Um, but it really does r- reveal a lot. I wanted to read a couple of verses. Uh, Matthew six twenty one says for where your treasure is there, your heart will be also, you know, the Bible talks a lot about how your money and the things you use your money for actually do reveal a lot about your heart and where your heart is at. Um, you know, I think a lot about, uh, you know, basically your, your money is, it's such, it's so interesting because we trade our time for money, right? And so basically what you spend money, money mm-hmm. on is what you spend, like how you choose to spend your life mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of people spend a lot of their life on Starbucks. A lot of people spend a lot of their life on mm. chicken nuggets. A lot of the people spend the night on, you know, different vices or uh, vacations or trips or, um, you know, or things that they like to do uh, for, for other people. Um, Malachi three ten, which goes to my next point is, uh, it says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this says the Lord almighty and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will be not, uh, so that there will not be room enough to store it. You know, I think tithing is also one of those really interesting parts where what if everyone could see how much you tithe every month to your church? Mm-hmm. So How would you feel? Connie, uh, at the church, she does uh, finances, and so she oh, sees yeah. uh, like a lot of tithes or stuff like that. Because often, like Dave will ask her, "Hey, like run this tithing report or do this, do that," and so she'll like uh, she sees stuff. And so uh, she's always, always kind of said like it's super like c- kind of uncomfortable for her, like weird. Like if she like happens to come across like a report and she's you know one of her friends isn't tithing, whatever. Like that's weird. Like oh shoot, like should I say something? Do I not? And it's also like this weird spot because like she's kind of like the middleman, like the, like the head honcho, the the boss needs, you know, these reports and she's just the one that like hands it to him, you know, but in the process she sees stuff. And so it could be kind of funny. Like she's often like, we'll come home like, and we'll be like troubled or upset because she saw something. Mm. And, but it's funny cause she can't share with me. Like, I'm so, <laughs> and I right. feel like Connie's probably the kind of person to totally like share with me, but she's really good about not doing it. And so it's funny. Yeah. Like, She's like, oh, like I really want to tell you this, and I can. I'm really frustrated. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's just funny. Yeah, dude, that's hard. Well, here's the funny part too: is that God knows and God sees. I was, yeah, I was gonna say that. Next. Which is like, oh, like wow, mm-hmm. like it's really not a secret. Um, but also, like, is that the way that we treat our finances? That God sees every purchase we make, how much we tithe, how much we give. Um, you know, are are we being good stewards of our money or not? Uh, Romans thirteen eight says. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. You know, debt is one of the things too that is really kind of hush-hush. Not a lot of people like to talk about it. You know, you have things like student loans, car payments, uh, just credit card debt, 
uh, mortgages. And from the outside, you know, through Instagram, you can see, uh, wow, they have a really amazing life or they're going here, they're going there. They've got a new car. Congrats. They're probably doing so well, but maybe in reality, they're just absolutely drowning in debt and they don't even know it. Um, which could be a really scary thought, right? Because you're not even sure, um, you know, you, you could be putting yourself in a really bad situation, but also like, again, treat it as God sees everything. He knows he can, he can very easily tell, you know, what's going on and what you're spending your money on. Um, so anyways, it's just a really humbling thought, especially on the, on the wallet topic. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for this quote. Um, can't find it, but, uh, Mike Van Meter posted a a couple years ago and it was, I want to say it was from CS Lewis. Um, basically it was this quote talking about like, um, kind of like two sides, like one person's a believer, the other person doesn't believe in God. And it's kind of them going back and forth. And basically, uh, you know, the the uh, the one the one believer kind of just says like, "Listen, like, um, <clears throat> here's what I believe. I believe that like, when I die, I am going to spend eternity in either heaven or hell. And I know that if I live a life like believing in God and honoring God and living for God, like in all areas of my life, then I am going to spend eternity in heaven. And those that don't do that, like, they're going to spend their whole lives like in hell. Like, and and their whole their whole eternity knowing that they are eternally separated from God and have that pain and torture forever. And uh in in the quote they kind of go back and forth and argue and at the very end of it he says like uh he is like I would so much rather like believe this and like and be wrong rather than be on the other side of like not believing it, live live my whole life like for myself and find out that I was wrong. Like mm. it'd be so much better. Like, yeah. you know, cause one of us, one of us is going to be wrong. So I might as well like be on this side of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, I, th- I feel like with this, like that totally applies. Like these, th- you know, three main areas of our life, like time, money, and, and those that we like associate with, like, dude, that's, that's like, that's like the majority of our life. And, um, anyway, kind of a lot to say. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's I'm, definitely I'm good. I'm trying to find it, exactly. Yeah, um, the calendar is the second part of that, too. Uh, there's, there's this thing I, I've been meaning to get, um, and I, I'd like to test it out, but basically I saw this new sort of invention of, um, it's a software that tracks the way that you spend your time, but how you, how you track your time is there's this little, like, dice-looking device, uh, and I think it has, I think it's a hex, or what's eight, oct, I think it's like an octu- octagon i don't know what but it has eight sides to the dice basically um and so it kind of like folds in different sides so whatever you're spending your time on there's these eight different categories where you flip the dice to what you're spending your time on and then it automatically starts tracking your time in that category um so throughout your day you know at your desk or at home you're supposed to kind of flip it in these broad categories and then at the end of the week at the end of the month it sends you these reports on basically how you spent your time uh in all these ways and um uh, one of the things I've been doing recently is uh, at the end of my week, I'll go back and see all the different things that I spent my time on at work. I haven't done this personally, and I wanted to start doing that personally too, um, but it's been super interesting to even just look back four days, right? On a Friday, just look back four days all the way back to Monday and see how many meetings you had, you know, what were the, the different schedules, try to think back on what are all the things that I, d- that I did and how much time I spent on each one of those. And I might be really... Uh, it might be really convicting because maybe you say that your priority is one thing or that most of your job is one thing, but you spend your time on X, Y, and Z that mm-hmm. maybe have nothing to do with kind of the core part of what your job is supposed to be or maybe what you even want to spend your time on. Um, the same can be personally, right? You can say that, uh, 
it's kind of like, you know, put your money where your mouth is, but put your time where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. Um, because you say that you love God and that you, uh, wanted to put your life to him, but like, what are you actually doing? How are you spending your time to fulfill that and to live that out? And I think if we each looked at our calendars and like the thing that we spend literally our life on, uh, it might be, it might not be what we expect. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, so I haven't really like lived by a calendar the last like year and it's been super weird. I mean, I have like, like a, how do I I say this? Like before at Le like kind of how you are now, like every day, like was like blocked out like hour by hour, like minute by minute with like meetings and appointments and like stuff to do. Um, but now like being self-employed, like all that goes in my calendar is like meetings with people or like stuff like this on Tuesday nights. Um, and it's been, it's been weird. Cause I remember before I kind of felt like, man, like I am tired of like living my life by a calendar and feeling like I just go like, like a robot wherever I'm supposed to go that day or do it, do whatever it says. Right. But now like without having that, I have found it is so easy to like watch like days and weeks go by and like things not get done because like, where's my time go and how do I like measure that, you know? Yeah. And so, um, cause there's, there's like two sides to that. Like one side, like I just said, like you feel, you feel like you're being pushed by this like calendar that's never ending. Like there's you know reoccurring appointments and like meeting after meeting and never stop. And so you can feel like you're being pushed by that. And the other side of it is like, you might need a calendar to push you, you know, you might need a calendar to help you like kind of know where you spent your time. Kind of like you're saying, have you ever done like a, uh, like a handwritten like activity log or like, uh, no, whatever. Uh, uh-uh. it's mostly all kind of digitally. Yeah. Um, I've done those like twice and it was, it sucks doing that cause every like right. minute you have to like, fill it out. But, um, that's kind of been cool to see like where time goes and kind of how you spend it. I was also was going to bring up like the screen time on the iPhone, yeah. which we've talked a lot about, but, um, kind of the same deal. Like, cause I think I, I, I bet you probably most people, probably especially most people like our age probably don't like their lives probably aren't driven by a calendar for most people, I would say. Um, yeah. but so I feel like screen time would be a great way to kind of see like where, you know, where's your time going? And like, or I, I guess how much time is going like towards a, that device, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I we've done like in-depth episodes about that because we were both like right. in awe about the time. <laughs> shocked. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of us would be shocked if we actually did see the way that we spend our time. I think that we're pretty like chronically helpless in our ability to estimate like where we spend our time and kind of, I mean, estimating in general and guessing we're just like really bad at. Uh, I heard, I think maybe it was... Um, Mark or Dave the other week talking about uh, how often Christians say they go to church versus like what the church actually mm-hmm. records. And most, I think it was like most Christians in the church, I think they report that they go to church uh, three to four times a month. When in reality, the number was like one or two. It was mm-hmm. basically like, like half. The average. Yeah. People say like, oh, I go to church every Sunday or every week. When and so in their mind that's the story that they tell themselves, but yeah. in reality, there's the birthday party, there's the travel <laughs> plans, there's the week off, there's the week that they you know stayed up late, um and 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 woke up late too, and uh, and so it, it might not yeah. exactly. Um, the point I'm trying to make is, um, it's always basically different than we think. Yeah, well, I think um because you know you said like what if you know you you said like like God saw you know God sees like you know, your wallet and kind of where money goes. We'll also think about like God sees like your attendance to like stuff yeah. like home group and, uh, you know, church and weekends and all that. Um, at home group last week, actually, I found out, I didn't know this, but I guess they take attendance, like who's there and when every week. And I really? didn't know that. 
and it was Dang, we're busted dude. right i, I kind of felt that way too i was like oh crap like <laughs> i felt a little convicted like shoot like i need to start going more and uh which i thought was kind of funny like because that's the, i mean that's the reality like yeah you know, like there is an attendance and like at, you know at some at the end of our life like we will give an account of you know where we spend our time and money and who we were hung out with all that stuff so. yeah and one of the things <clears> i want to bring up too is like how important is this uh ephesians 5 15 through 16 says look carefully then how you walk not as unwise but as wise making the best use of the time because the days are evil um i think that's really convicting too like are we spending the time in the areas and like with the intentions that we should be um one of the things that i sort of feel about like our cultures today and um but just like it within like the kind of christian uh sphere of things is just like a lack of urgency and like if we knew like wow like how how short time is but also like how much is going on and like how much could be done i think that our time would be a lot different but it's just that we don't think about like we think oh i have time to do it later or i i already do my time here and there or Mm -hmm. i go to church i serve in these ways but in reality if we knew and if we were more uh, thoughtful about how we do it, right, we would be more intentional about making the best use of the time because of the state of things. You know, it's sort of like the, uh, it's the leaky bucket, right? It's just like the slow, like boiling the frog um, kind of problem. of like we don't notice until it's too late uh, most of the time. Also, James 4, 14 says, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes, right? I think most, uh, the, the last thing that I want um, I don't know if you saw, but there's this thing going around called face app and it's like the old people. Yeah. It yeah. like looks, makes you look, I'm, I'm about to do it. I want to do it. Uh, but I've been thinking about like, I feel really urgent and like, kind of like almost like panicky because I'm like, wow, I like life is really short and I don't want to spend all my time like to the end of my life to then go do the things I want to do or make the impact I want to make. Like I want to do them now. Or at least want to get to that place a lot earlier, right? Yeah, I was um I actually was thinking about that last week, and um cause you know you've always hear like stories of people like living their whole life, getting to the end of their life, like on their deathbed or you know dying whatever, and like them basically like re- regretting how they lived and like saying like man like, I wish I would have done this different. And I don't know why, but for me I've always kind of felt like when I've heard that kind of thing I've kind of thought oh like that won't be me like right. you know, I I'm smart or whatever I have a good head on my shoulders blah blah. blah. And just last week, I was kind of thinking, like, wait a second, like, that's very likely could become my life. Like, if I'm not careful, if I'm not intentional, like, that's got to be so easy to, like, to get to that spot. And it's, like, it's a super, like, sobering thought to have, like, like, man, like, (laughs) time is short, life is short, time is going by quickly. Like, I have to be intentional about what I'm working towards, you know? Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I, I, I... I tend to like push those thoughts away. I like, to not really like explore them because it's kind of like daunting. Like, Oh man, like it's scary, dude. Yeah, it is. You know, it's exposing. I mean, imagine if like some stranger or imagine if like, I don't know if uh, a pastor or like, I don't know, the president of the United States or whoever it is, like was just like, Hey Jeremy. So like, what have you been doing the last seven years mm-hmm. since you graduated high school uh, or six years, whatever it is to, you know, fulfill your life purpose or to contribute Dude, to the kingdom. So even, okay. So actually yesterday I got together with someone I haven't, I haven't like talked with in like five, six years in a while. And he said, so like, what have you done since high school? 
And I was thinking about it. It's been what, like six years? Yeah, I think six seven years. Seven years almost. Yeah, six years. Yeah. This is the seventh year, I think. Yeah. Which is really cr- almost ten years. Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's nuts. I know. That's wild. Um, but he asked me, what have you done since high school? And I had to like think like, I feel like I've done a lot. Like, I feel like I've done like a lot of good, like furthering stuff, you know, good stuff. But like having to think that through actually like, where my time went, it was like, it was kind of, it was good for me to have to answer that. Cause I, I had to like give yeah. an account and think about what I've done. And then he asked me like, what's next? Like, what is your, like your next goal? Like, what are you working towards? Um, and I was like, hmm, like, that's interesting. Like I have all these ideas in my head and like, there's stuff going on up there, you know, like, that I'm thinking about, but like, what is like the actual like tangible like next step for my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Scary stuff. Well, the last one is looking at your friends and sort of your circle of influence, the people around you that you invi- invest your life into. Um, I've, been I, wa- I've been wanting to talk to you about this. We need to stop being friends. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm the one that's not a good influence. Yeah, you're a bad influence. Mm, okay. Sorry. That's cool. We'll, we'll go our separate ways. Sorry, everyone. This is the last episode of the Cultivating Keep. Speaking of that, podcast. did Drift end that podcast? See, or sorry, Seeking Wisdom. Oh, see, um, no. They're just sort of bad at being consistent. Dude, like May was there because they were like they like joked about it. Like the last episode, they they joked about, oh, this is the last one, and then no more have, have come out. And I was oh, like, really? Uh, well, they have a lot of other like spinoff podcasts. I've heard that. Okay. But yeah, I am kind of sad that they don't do it that much anymore. I think maybe they just like ran out. They were like going hard for a while. Mm-hmm. But there's a cool because there'll be like five minute little spurts and that's it yeah. and it's just like oh that's cool just a little kind of nugget a little chicken anyway, continue um i want to talk about friends because i think this is maybe the most uh uncomfortable or, or i don't know these are all really uncomfortable but imagine someone saying i mean everyone always asks questions like oh uh you know you haven't seen your aunt for a long time or even like your mom they're like oh like who's like a good friends these days or tell me about them what are they doing in life or uh you know, what do you guys do together? Um, but if you really like sit down and take an assessment of who are the people that I'm close to and what are they to me and like, how are they influencing me? That might also be interesting. Um, and in fact, actually, I think that the thing that I would thought was most interesting about this was, um, if you, if you take anyone that you really didn't know very much, but if you knew their friends, you could probably tell who they were, right? Because we're like the average of the five people around us. But even if it's like, oh, they're a great kid, but they only, you know, hang around like the bad kids or like kind of the, the shady kids. It's like, mm, I think secretly they're kind of shady. Like they're putting up a front with you. Or it could be the other way around, right? Where like maybe they don't seem like you're from the outside because they have a r- really rough uh, personality or they just don't like you or just come off in the wrong way. But maybe by the friends, you can tell that they actually have a really solid heart or maybe they're really kind of on track um, and you just judge them the wrong way, right? But um, anyways, friends are, are definitely one of those things where it's like it kind of really tells you who they are, like who they want to be and how they want to be seen by others. Yeah, um, I've always been like, I've always liked the topic of like friendships and like those you surround yourself with. Um I think it was like when seventh or sixth, like seventh grade at Foothills, I did. They had a thing called uh, Leadership Corps, and I remember like you go through this whole program, whatever. And then they they make you like give a message to your group. And when you're in seventh grade, giving a message is like the, the craziest, like yeah. scary thing you're ever gonna do. Like whole whole fifteen kids you have to talk to, you know, right. it's crazy for uh, like five minutes. Yeah, and and you like do it with, with someone. So yeah. it's like you each share. Anyway, uh, I think I did mine on like friends, like friendship. I can remember that, and then. Uh, even when I graduated high school, like the like life first that you you put in your yearbook, I think mine was 
that one in Proverbs, like iron sharpens iron, so no, so another man sharpens another. Um, I think one thing for me is like being when I was younger, like this was a bigger deal to me. Like having good friends, like in high school, was like really, really important, and something that I put a lot of weight on, like thought about a lot. And now, um, I was kind of thinking recently, like I don't. I don't think about it as much and I probably should, but I just kind of like, I think now it feels like, okay, like I have like my two or three close friends and those are the people that I, you know, spend the most time with like outside of like, you know, my wife. And then besides that, it's like, eh, whoever else comes along, like great. But it's kind of like, you just kind of decide like here are my friends and that's it. I think that should probably be different. Like it shouldn't be just closed off. Um, But also kind of like, like to the point you were saying, like basically like uh, it's super important. Like your friends, like you are the average of those five and uh, I feel like I find that to be more, more true the older I get. Yeah. I know. I, I feel like I'm never as like, this sounds like weird and nerdy, but like strategic about my friends, you know, like who do I really, not just who is my friend, but like, who do I want to be friends who with? Who is your friend? Your one friend? Yeah. My, <laughs> my one friend, Jerry Swag. Hey, um, but also like, who do I want to be my friends? Like, who do I want to surround myself with? And like, who actually thinks like, nah, I, and not even like, you know, I'll be my friend, but like, Who's going to be your mentor? Like, who do you just want to, like, get to know just for the sake of getting to know and, like, uh, mm-hmm. not being just an acquaintance, but actually, like, getting to know who they are and, and what makes them tick? Um, a couple of verses that came to mind for me were uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty four. Actually, these are all in, in Proverbs, but it says, uh, One who has unreliable friends uh, soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Right? Not only is it just, like, who do I want to be around, but, like, who's going to be there for me? Mm-hmm. Proverbs 13, 20 says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm, right? So you want to become wise, like hang out with wise people. You want to become kind, hang out with really kind people. You want to become, uh, I don't know, more disciplined, hang out with really disciplined people. Like it's actually pretty simple. You don't even have to go read the books or listen to the podcasts. You don't have to uh, spend a bunch of time studying or listening or practicing. Like, just be around those kinds of people, and it'll naturally yeah. um, manifest in your life. Yeah, I, um, I think this is like super underrated. Like this, uh, like this type of thing. Like, I think uh, like friendships. Like, the more I think about it, it's super important. Like, um, I'm always thinking like, who thinks the way that I think? Like, who who's on the yeah. same page as me? Who like pushes me? Who's like, who's motivated? Who's gonna like who's going to push me to be better and that is super important and i think like when i have you have they have those friends that like are probably more in line with the way you think and then you have other friends that just good people that you want to be around but they don't really think the way you think and i I know for me like being around someone i'm like that pushes me to be better is like so good for like my soul and like it's just it's like rejuvenating it's motivating and just good and being around someone that that's just like fun to be around like wow in a moment it's good but like what actually happens when I leave that time of like being together? Like nothing really. Like I, you know, I, I if anything, I probably feel like less motivating than I was before. You yeah. Know? Right. And uh, I think like, when we're, when we're, when I was younger, like it was very easy just to look for like the fun friend. So it's shocking that you became my friend because <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So like the most boring one. Just kidding. No, um, I, I think that's an important thing to talk about. Like don't just look for like the fun, cool friend, especially if you're, if you're younger, listen to this, like look for the friends that's going to, walk alongside you and push you and and think the way you think and challenge you and and um yeah be the friend that you need yeah yeah i like that you said like um you know choosing your friends so the next verse i was gonna read was proverbs twelve twenty six. it says the righteous choose their friends carefully but the way the wicked leads them astray right choose your friends 
carefully. And that's hard too, right? Because it's like, what if you're sort of friends with someone or like becoming friends with someone who like maybe you shouldn't be like, what do you do? How do you handle that relationship? I think the core, like without getting into like the nitty gritty, the core is just to surround yourself with a core group of people that are like very strong and like for sure. These are the people that are going to edify you, make you better and push you to be better. Um, and then you can have the people who, uh, who then you can influence and you can help. Right. But don't only be influenced. You need to also be, uh, I'm sorry, don't only be influenced by the wrong type of friends, right? Be strongly influenced by the right type of friends. Um, mm-hmm. I think it can be the other way around sometimes where it's like, I really have, I'm like really close with my fun friends that maybe aren't like a good influence for me, but I'm not that close with my, my good friends, uh, who are like, you know, less fun quote unquote, or like, yeah. who aren't like, um, who I'm not maybe like as naturally close to. Yeah. I, I was going to say too, it, it, I think it's probably, uh, easier and more natural to be close with uh the friends that are, that are just like the fun friends and the ones that are probably like better for you are probably harder to like get a hold of and probably harder to like find time with because they're right. probably spending their time being more productive and i think that's like an important distinction to think about yeah definitely well that's all i got um just an interesting kind of thought experiment right look at your wallet look at your calendar look at your friends um, maybe invite someone else to look at your wallet calendar friends too. That's a good idea. Um, you know, it'd be interesting for us to do that sometime even, um, just to kind of like investigate. Dude, that is a gr- dude. <laughs> this is weird. Not really. We should look through each other's bank statements. Should. That's I think like we find some really interesting ballsy. stuff. I'll let you do it. Yeah. I feel weird. Really? I'll let you do mine too. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't have like anything to hide. Yeah, but I think, like but I said, like that's I don't use the word intimate, but it's like um yeah, private and like just weird. Like I don't know. It is crazy. I'm down though, super down. You know what we should do? We should, we should take like a month, in the past or recent past, and we should, uh, like we should read our bank statements of like here's all the things that we spent and like how much we made or lost yeah. or like was it a good month? Was it a bad month? That's actually a really good. Stupid thing. Because yeah, um, right now, like it's you and Monique looking over and me and Connie. And so it's like, if it's a bad month, it's like, Oh, okay, well we'll do better next time. But when it's like someone else looking at it, that's not like your wife, you know, it's a bit more of like, right. Hmm, like it's just a little different. Yeah. I know in, in my whole process of, you know, going through my finances and stuff, I had to, uh, with this new software I'm using called, you need a budget, which is highly recommended. I'm, I'll throw it out there. Eventually it'll get on the favorites page too. Um, but they make you go through each transaction and then categorize them. Like they don't automatically kind of recognize it cause they, they want to force you to look, look at everything. It, yeah. Um, and I, every time, I mean, every time I was shocked and I was like, what the heck? Like, you know, we went to, <laughs> we got how many burritos or like <laughs> we got coffee how many times or like, wait, we only spent this much here when I thought we were spending a lot more there and I was really anxious about it. Um, anyways, all sorts of surprises, but take a look at your wallet, your calendar, your friends, and um, maybe challenge a friend to do it with you too. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find some of these things that we, we've been mentioning. I'll mention the uh, You Need a Budget software on the favorites page. We'll get it up there right now. Um, and uh, if you feel so kind and you think that someone else could use this episode or another, please do us a favor. Text it to them, share it on social media, uh, Facebook Messenger them. I don't care. Share it with a friend, someone that would go a long way for us. And otherwise, we will see you in the next one. 